here and toss out your votes. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Don can tell you, don't cross Georgia. He'll tell you. <laughs> Morgan's a little familiar with him. Don't cross Georgia. Uh, 7.06. It's Warren Ryman, KTSA. Just starting off with some headlines. Let me just blow through a few headlines here. Sure. Uh, sure. First headline, fire from heaven consumes man who wanted off social distancing X on the floor at the grocery store. <laughs> what? <laughs> he just burst into flames. Burst um, into flames? No. Yeah, well, he... he he got off the little X that that the grocery store right. has there for social distancing, and he blew up. So wow. don't do that. Don't get off the X. Make sure you're social not. distancing. Um, let's see here. Another headline. Cleveland Indians are changing the name to Cleveland genderless sports players with no discernible <laughs> racial features or specific ethnic background. <laughs> another headline. Um, another headline for you in the news. Uh, Trump joins the chorus to abolish the Electoral College immediately. That's a headline in the news today. Uh, also, headline in the news, Chinese spy assigned to date Eric Swalwell begs to be sent to a labor camp instead of dating Eric Swalwell. <laughs> and finally, from the uh, stack of headlines this morning, Elf on the Shelf outed as being a Chinese spy. So there you have it, ladies oh, and gentlemen, man. your headlines of the morning. Wow. How you be? How you I'm being? You conscious. Right? I'm conscious. Yeah. Well, you know, when when Tom Cruise makes the news, you, you can tell we're getting close to Christmas. And, Chris, uh, <laughs> can you can you push the button there, Chris? Uh, Tom Cruise uh, making uh, Mission Impossible number three hundred and thirty-one. Speaking of old men continuing to, he's really he's not an old man, is he? He's an old boy. He's still a boy, isn't he? He's only he, he two kind feet of tall. Is. He's he's about yeah. this tall, right? Uh, he's yeah. fifty-four, fifty-five, I think, at this point. Something, he has yeah. been making these movies. This is the seventh one. He's been making these since, I think, <laughs> 1999 or something. Like 20 uh, years he's been making these damn movies. Yes. And they're not bad yes. movies. I mean, it's, you know, if you really want to forget about reality for a couple of hours, put one of these stupid movies on. Right. But, you right. know, he's yeah. uh, he's just a okay. hyper little dude. And he, I guess he saw some guys on set not uh, socially distancing or whatever. Correct. This was in the, the, well, what it was was uh, they're in the U.K., and you think we're strict over here, boy, in the U.K.? And some guys stood around a computer watching the dailies, and he walked into the room while they were standing all gathered around one computer watching the dailies. And this is what he did. We are creating thousands of jobs, you hmm? I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And if I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it! And you too! And you too! And you! <laughs> you too! And you! Lord! <laughs> yeah. That's it! That's it. Okay, that's good. You, you get the gist. It goes on for a while. But here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. You know, I'm a, li- I'm a little over six foot and, you know, linebacker shoulders and arms. And to have him at like four two, four foot two inches or something like that, and his boy is about an inch taller than your a- He's an inch taller than your average hobbit, okay? He's just a real little yeah. guy. He comes up to my belly button. He would be at my belly button. And if, if he were screaming that. at me, I would be looking at him going... <laughs> Okay, okay, Tom. Okay, okay, He's son. just a little nut. He really is. He's just a little nutty guy, you know. And, and Yeah. 
Uh, and he's got that reedy voice. He's he's got the Scientology thing going for him. Um, <laughs> um, L. Ron you know, says, I mean, L. Ron Hubbard he, says. L. Ron well, you Hubbard know, says. you know what though? He's all, there's yes. always been Tom Cruise, man. I mean, in my generation, when you know, we've always had little Tom Cruise hanging out and uh huh, hanging yep. off of airplanes and jumping out of buildings and stuff. You know. <laughs> Well, and look, here's the deal. In in all honesty, he's the boss on the picture. If anybody yeah. can can your, but he could can your. So that's that's the producer. That's the he's producing. That's he's, right. he's, uh, he's the producer, so he can yell at it, yell at you if he wants. And can you? He can fire. It just you. it just sounds kind of funny, though, doesn't it? <laughs> it really <laughs> you almost, does. You envision him like on a couch, like on you know, Oprah's set, you know, just jumping up and down while he's screaming at these guys. Well. I actually envisioned that as being a scene. I thought he was shooting a scene when I first heard it because it sounds like he's acting. All right, now to the news. What to expect after COVID-19 sedation? Now they tell me. Um, it's uh, redness in the arm, pain in the right. arm, fever. Right. Uh, you might throw up. Uh, you uh, Let's see, headache, uh, tiredness, and fatigue. Oh, just basically you're going to get COVID. So, <laughs> you know, fatigue, fever. You're basically getting the same symptoms of getting the extra. COVID, but it's a vaccine. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So, so which would you rather it. have? Uh-huh. <laughs> the COVID or the COVID? I don't know. The COVID right. killing COVID or the regular COVID? Give me the the COVID um, killing COVID. <laughs> and and what they're saying is is that they're afraid that people aren't going to come back. It's about 50% effective with the first shot. Right. And people are going to go... <laughs> I ain't going back for that. We, you know, hurt me once, shame on you. Hurt me twice, shame on me. I ain't going back for that. And they're trying to tell people, I know we didn't, we didn't mention this the first time, but really, come on back and get a second dose of this, won't you? You know, <laughs> I, it, okay. Here's my response. I would go back for the second one. I don't care what happens. Of course I'm you would. The, I'm getting of the course. vaccine, man. I don't care what. Yeah. I don't care if I get 98 zits on my nose. I'm gonna go get the. Go get the the vaccine, man. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just to get it out of well, my life. Well, <laughs> now we we know now that the U.S. bishops are saying that Catholics have a moral responsibility right. to take this, right? Because this would be an act of love for the common good of the world. If you take now, they don't say this about any other vaccine. It's just this one, and what they've also done on this vaccine because apparently uh, some of the vaccines are made from aborted human fetuses uh. that the Catholic bishops for for the country, the U.S. Conference on Catholic Bishops, are giving you a pass. If you're injected with aborted human fetuses, they're saying, well, it's morally justified. So that has brought up the discussion. Uh, should babies oh, wow. be aborted specifically for this purpose? Would that be justified in aborting fetuses and babies to keep people alive? And that's the discussion to have right now. It's a moral Whoa. responsibility for the common good, says the says the uh, the bishops, Catholic bishops, and they're they're saying you are forgiven if you take this, and it's got aborted human fetuses. And so now the next question is: Okay, should babies be aborted specifically for this purpose? No. Anyway, I mean, my my initial answer is no. <laughs> Of course not. You know, uh, uh, wow. Of course a, not. Never. If you're Catholic, though, that's a heavy one, man. You got to really work your way through that one. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. It would, I, don't, I wouldn't think there would be a need ever to have to do that. You know, I know it sounds ridiculous, but wouldn't there be enough of this if, the, if the, enough of this material around already? I mean, would would you would we ever end up in a situation where you'd have to start a? I mean, that just sounds crazy. That sounds yes, insane. It is, it is nuts. <laughs>
It is. It is. If you go to that extent, that's very Hitler-esque. Okay. Well, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what was happening in the uh, in the uh, Hitler days of of going through and saying we're going to begin this uh, these right. uh, experimentations and all that. So no, I don't. I, you know, uh, uh-uh. no, no, and no yeah, again. That's a big no. No. <laughs> if you can't make this stuff without killing babies, then don't make it at all. We'll, we'll all get it. and We'll get herd immunity kind of defeats the purpose yeah if you're you're killing people to save right. people i mean just thinking out loud here <laughs> yeah well would you stop doing that you're just making too much common sense when you do that now you gotta oh, stop I'm thinking sorry. out loud it's too much common sense all right we'll take a quick break we'll come back more where and rima on the other side i want to tell you about car zeus and congratulate my friend phil kendera the owner of san antonio's own car zeus just added to the family yesterday he and his lovely wife so congratulations phil and of course the people over at uh, car zeus want to buy your car or truck right now now you know how it is at the end of the year uh all the car dealers got the greatest deals in the world because they want to clear stuff off the showroom floor but you're already driving something so what do you do with what you're driving well, you can mess around with trying to trade it in, but that's an all-day process, and you know you're not going to get what you want for it. You can try to s- sell it yourself, but you're not going to be able to get it done by the time the end of the year rolls take advantage of great deals. So the way to sell it, carzeus.com. You'll sell it right away. You'll sell it for a great price, and it just takes minutes to do so. And the fact that they're right here at Vance Jackson 410, I like that. I like it a lot. So check them out today. Sell your car or truck right away. Boop, boop. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Yeah. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby. (laughs) Yes, you have. Oh my God! Well, are you trying to tell me it's not creepy on its own? Are you it trying is, to say it it's, is it's creepy on its own? But then we, it is we creepy. make it creepier. Just, uh, well, yeah. that's because I know Santa and I, I know how he thinks. <laughs> I got an email from him last night, as a matter oh, of fact, no. and Mrs. Oh, Claus right. both. That's right. Yeah. We're um, yeah. So let's talk about uh, restaurant workers standing up. Um, yeah. In fact, we have the sound of one out in L.A. Uh, these tyrants uh, out there are going around and shutting down these businesses, all by design. This has nothing to do about public safety. This has right. to do everything with sh- running these small restaurants and uh, bars out of business and killing the middle class in America so they become dependent on the Marxism that is coming with Joe Obama. China Joe Joe Obama. So uh, let's uh, let's listen to as these inspectors showed up. Now this guy had been following all the rules, everything right. that they told him to do in California, and they showed up to shut him down. Listen to this. I followed the rules. I continue to follow the rules, and you guys still, time after time, are giving me citations, You're telling me I have to close my business. You're not what about my employees? You're not I am following the rules. My tables are inside. Just because the health department has the whole process to go through that takes however long that takes, I have to close my business for that time? Who's going to, are you going to pay my rent? Okay. I, I tell you something, man. These people are freaking Nazi-ish. They really are, man. When they show up and, and they, they crash into a business and we're shutting you down, and he's like, I'm following the rules. 
Well, yesterday uh, also, that was in California. Yesterday in New York, they had a bunch of restaurant owners take to the streets in New York yesterday and said, we are not the problem. We deserve to work because de Blasio and Cuomo up there, Fredo's big brother, are shutting down the restaurants in New York City. And try to make sense out of this, Sean. At the same time that they're on the streets, that the restaurant owners are on the streets pushing back, thank God that they are, I encourage you push back, yeah, push back. Absolutely. At the same time they're doing that, de Blasio is saying, I'm going to go ride the subway and prove that it's safe to be on the subway. <laughs> Explain to me how it's safe to get in an aluminum tube 50 feet underground and ride with a bunch of vagrants, people you don't even know, but it's not safe to go have dinner with your friends and family inside of a restaurant. How screwed up it's, are they? It's, it's ridiculous. It's arbitrary. And plus, there ain't nothing safe about riding the subway in New York City. <laughs> I can attest to that. But, you know, the point being, you're right. They're, they're, they're picking and choosing. You know, and I, I don't know why the, the restaurants uh, uh, seem to have the biggest target on their backs. But, man, I am. I, my heart breaks for that guy. You know, my heart breaks for any of these people who are losing their businesses. And, and these, these bureaucrats show up and start writing citations about things. And they, they can stroll right out of there and not suffer a damn thing. You know, and not suffer a damn thing. And these people are losing their livelihoods. They're lo- they, their employees are losing their livelihoods. It's going down the toilet. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's like I'm glad they're finally standing up. But de Blasio on a subway. That's, he's pathetic, man. <laughs> he really is. He's a joke. That guy, he, he, I don't know which is the bigger joke, Cuomo or de Blasio. You know, they're, they're part of the same joke. And you're right. I think there is a, 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 either a conscious or unconscious desire to just erase the middle class in this country. And they're pretty conscious. much, uh, yeah, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I think Jack was saying this last night. If they're pretty much following that plan. I mean, if, if, if it's un- unintentional, it might as well be intentional because that's exactly the effect they're having. It's, it's destroying people's lives. So that, yeah, eventually you got to be hooked into the, uh, the, the, the government for everything you need. You know, it's, it's, it's insanity. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I applaud any restaurant worker or owner who are standing up like this. Stand up. Stand yeah, up, right? Absolutely. And now's the time to do it. You cannot wait until it's over with to say, okay, now's the time I'm going to push back. you got to push back right now. This is not about public safety and public health. No. This is about This is about destroying the middle class in this country, and they're doing it every single day through actions like this. The only difference between the subway and the restaurant, well, there's a lot of differences between the subway and a pizza joint. Uh, right. The difference, the main difference to people like de Blasio is the subway's owned by the government, the restaurant's ah. private owned. So that's why he's supporting the subway and against the restaurants because he wants more public uh you know he wants people to be to rely more on public entities such as the subway and less on private entities like the restaurants if you want a middle class in this country if you want a restaurant and bar business in this country open it up and stand up and stand up now right now do not let them do this to you the tyrants are in power. And we used to say a thing on a ranch, when the horses ate oats and felt good, man, he's feeling his oats a lot. He's feel- and and the, the Democrats, socialists, communists, Marxists are feeling their oats right now because of Joe Obama's win. And they're going to uh-huh. push, and they're going to try to destroy the middle class. And they're doing it right now, every day, every day. Look at, look at, look at what's going on in this town with all the restaurants that have shut down. That's and, what I'm talking about. More than likely Everywhere. coming back. You know, it's, 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 it's insidious. It, it truly is. 
And, and I and I, again the 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 arbitrary nature of it uh, uh, with with comparing it to a subway or comparing it to some other situation. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of the same distinction they used to make about churches and people being in churches, but they can go to a Walmart. You know what I mean? And and you, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're making some bizarre distinction that doesn't exist. So yeah, I mean they got to start standing up because otherwise it's it's you're right. It'll be too late. A lot of, for a lot of these people, it's already too late. They they already have too closed late. up and they're not coming back. We I know a few of them. You know, I mean you do too. In this town. Numbers are huge. It's huge. Mm. So, yeah, you have to stand up. You have to push back. Nobody's going to do it for you. Quick break for the bottom of the hour news. Warren Rima continues in just a couple of minutes. Uh, my friend, and he really is a great friend, Dr. Ted Williams over at Genesis Behavioral Health and his staff have something that helps people with depression and is getting some great results, getting tremendous results. It's called TMS, Transcranial Magnetic Stimulation. It's safe. Dr. Williams has been doing this for over a decade. It's safe. FDA approved. And the bottom line is it's effective. It does what they say it will do when you are a true candidate for using TMS to help you get over depression. Uh, at times when antidepressants, psychotherapy just simply do not work, and they don't work for everybody. They really, really don't. So now you've got Genesis Behavioral Health with TMS, relatively short. It's non-invasive. It's an outpatient treatment for depression that is covered by most health insurance. So why don't you find out more about TMS today by calling our friends at Genesis Behavioral Health. The bright, sunny days are ahead for you again. Genesis Behavioral Health, 210-404-90. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. We just want to send the message, you know, some may want to shut you down. We want to pull you up. We've got your back if you're somebody who's a waitress or a cook or you're a family-owned business. 737, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, Ware and Rima. And a high five to the Johnson High School uh, marching band. First place in the UIL State Marching Band Contest in 2020. So high five you guys and gals over there. Rock. You're scaring me, man. You're scaring well, me. Bet. Yesterday, <laughs> I, well, I, I sit here, you know, I prep the show from midnight till five. Right. And then during the show, I'll make notes and all that kind of stuff. And you do the same thing. Um, so yesterday, I'm making a note, and I'm talking about the different things that Joe Biden has said he's going to do and what he might do. And one of the things I was writing was coming after conservative media. Right. And you, at that very moment that I was writing, <laughs> Joe Biden going after conservative media, as another, you said, hey, what do you think, man? Are they going to put us in, in the talk radio gulag? <laughs> now, you're 30 miles away from me right now. <laughs> you can't see what I'm writing. <laughs> well, you so, know, man. being uh-huh. partners on the radio is kind of like a marriage. You begin to finish each other's sentences well, after a while. <laughs> now I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there in just a second. So just now during Captain Morgan's news, I'm making a note about Rush Limbaugh. And you said, oh, man, Rush. And I went, as I was writing the word Rush. So you need to quit it. You just need to stop it because you're being being very Edgar Casey-ish right now. Edgar Casey. Stop it right now. (laughs) Um, So... In the in the early '90s, when we uh, began uh, the the wear pair show, it was on two o'clock here on KTSA. Limbaugh was on eleven to two here on KTSA. For those who aren't familiar with the history of the station, 
and it was when he was just getting rolling. He started doing his talk radio career in 1988. By the way, he's right. he's alive and uh, you know fighting the cancer as of oh, yeah. as of right now. So don't anybody run off and say what happened to him? What happened to him? Uh, we're leading into something he said yesterday. But uh, I remember sitting there in the studio getting ready, and Sean, it was the easiest thing in the world to follow him. He was such a wonderful oh, yeah. lead in. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, whoo. Baby, was that was that a cakewalk? Um, but I'm sitting there one day and I hear, and it's San Antonio. You got the wear pair down there, and they're talking about this. And I said, Wait, hold time out. How does any how does he know about us? Well, anyway, he somehow found out about us and was talking about us. And uh, so we we uh, got to know each other. Not great, but we got to we got to know each other. And when my dad lost most of his hearing, he was looking at a cochlear implant, and Rush had a cochlear, has a cochlear. So uh, dad was concerned about whether or not that was going to end his career if he had a cochlear implant put in. So I mentioned that to somebody, and that somebody called Rush and told him, hey, Ricky's thinking about having this done. Well, Rush calls dad at home out of uh-huh. clear blue. Ricky Ware, Rush Limbaugh. I want to tell you about having a cochlear and working in this business. It's the greatest thing in the world. You're going to love it, blah, 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 blah. So anyway... Rush is a great guy, and he said yesterday that every day is a gift. I wake up in the morning, I thank God that I woke up. There will probably be down the road similar type days where I need to take a day for rest or for whatever medical challenges present themselves, but the fact that I'm able to get back in here and be with you is a genuine blessing. I appreciate it, and I appreciate your understanding throughout all of this. As we say, everything's day-to-day, and especially in the circumstances I find myself in. That's what he said yesterday. So, Rush, our... Prayers are with you. You keep fighting, and you you keep it up. I almost get the sense, and I hate to say this, but he's like a dad who's talking about the inevitable to the family, right? He's telling the family, "Here's the deal. This is the right. inevitable. That every day is a gift." But well, it, all yeah. of us, all of us in this business, owe our careers to him. All oh, of absolutely. Us. Oh, absolutely. Anybody would deny that an idiot. You know, I mean, we yeah, we do. And what we're doing right now is because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it really got it really kind of touched me yesterday. Every day is, remains a gift because I, you know, I I went through this with my brother just a few months ago, and there's something I've noticed about Limbaugh, and he, you know, that and I, kind of something I picked up about my brother when he kind of knew the end is coming is that they all first off they they you get a perspe- these people these folks get a perspective on what's important and what's not important like really 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 quickly. Because every day is a gift. Every single moment you're alive is a gift. And we, we put so much crap in front of that on a daily basis. Well, we're not worried about dying. That uh, you wish we could come up with that perspective or develop that perspective early on. The other thing that happens, I, I notice with my brother that seems to be happening with Rush as well, is that people in that stage, they become, I don't know how to put this, even more themselves than perhaps they ever have been. In the last few weeks of my brother's life, he was more my brother than I had known him to be in a couple of decades. Limbaugh, you know, his show is everything to him. You know, that's his his purpose on this planet, is to do that show. And I I can only imagine what's going on inside of him uh, when he sits before that microphone, knowing he's doing what he loves for one more day, maybe just one more day. But every day he sits behind that mic, yeah, is a gift for him. And it's, uh, it's like I said, it's an amazing perspective, and maybe the rest of us need to work on 
having that perspective more, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, uh, earlier in life, you know, because I, I, I know that I, I can get into moods where everything's wrong and everything's upsetting me and, oh, this day sucks and I can't wait to get through this day. Well, you know, <laughs> we're all in that situation, actually. This could be well, the last day, you know, for every single one of us. So it, it is every single day is a gift. So, yeah, God bless him. God bless he he talks about you know a, a death sentence. We all have a death sentence, right? Yes, every every last one of us have a death sentence, right? Absolutely. And he said, but when you have a terminal disease diagnosis, then it has a time frame put on it, right? Right. So you have that. And uh, what is this now? Uh, brought to us by Zoloft. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I was just reading a note here. Oh, well. um, no. Um, but but here's the deal. He um, when when you think about the time frame and you think about having that time frame and you know that you have that time frame, like you said, the things that were important are not important anymore to you. The right. the, the, the eternal becomes really really important to you. The, this career, this is this is I don't know. I, I guess I'm I'm like a lot of other guys. You're probably the same way. This is the only thing that's ever mattered to me. So when Rush says coming in every day is is a blessing i i get that i mean he goes back i knew bruce marr who helped him get into abc and bruce marr was our consultant here and he at one time he um uh, you know limbaugh was doing he was a disc jockey playing records under the name of jeff christie in pittsburgh oh, yeah, right, right, right. pittsburgh <laughs> jeff christie and uh he always he always had a conservative bent to him uh by the way he's he's alive he's just talking about this he's letting us all know what's what's going on and uh and and then he went to work for the kansas city royals and he kept telling bruce marr if you'll just let me do my thing right. i'll set the world on fire and bruce marr brought him out to california had him do his thing for a day bruce marr calls abc in in new york says you got to hire this guy and they did and the rest is history so anyway god bless you rush keep doing what you're doing you hang in there strong and at least two of these boys in texas are going to pray for you we're going to keep praying for you ever and oh, ever absolutely. and ever you keep it up you do what you're doing. There's the world seems right when he's out <laughs> there. Right. That's right. There's only one of him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So uh, Joe Obama and mm. the people that he's bringing in to return to the days of Obama drama. We'll talk about that when we come back here on KTSA BG Find a Shop. That's bgfindashop.com is a place to find the BG products for your vehicle. You drive a car, you drive a truck, you drive a gasoline or a diesel unit, whatever your unit is, BG is the product for your vehicle. Now, what are we at right now? 35 degrees. Tomorrow morning at this time, it's going to be freezing. All right. That means the oil is going to be at the bottom of the engine, and it's going to be pretty thick. It thickens up whenever the engine sits for a while. So adding BG products to your routine when you have the oil change makes all the difference in the world for protection. Uh, I've known about BG products now for decades, used them in the race cars for a long time, have used them in my personal vehicles basically forever. The guy who I go to on, on car repair, Gary Punt, he's always talking about BG. I'm telling you, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So find a shop to install it for you wherever you go. That's BG. Call them Dave Ramsey sent you. We're not leaving. I assure you, we're not leaving until we finish this package. Okay, a couple of real quick uh, headlines for you here. Number one, teachers' union opposing vaccine as it may force teachers to teach again. Um, (laughs) Here's another one for you. A girl asks a progressive Santa for a Barbie, and she gets lectured on harmful gender stereotypes. That's true. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
Man arrested for chasing McDonald's employees with a chainsaw. Is that, yeah, that's that's problematic. Um, <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Alice Sweet. What a name. Alice Sweet. Alice that sounds Sweet. like a rock star. Yeah. Alice Sweet. Mm, Alice Sweet. Entered a McDonald's in Portland, Maine. That's that's just outside of Banger. About 3.30 on Tuesday with a chainsaw. Oh. Revved up the chainsaw at employees behind the counter. Sweet then stole some food and drink. Before fleeing the restaurant, the manager confronted the madman. Then Sweet began chasing the employees around with a chainsaw. Whoa. That's Texas we do that, not in Maine. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's disturbing. <laughs> a little. That, that would be a really disturbing moment in your day to be chased by somebody with a chainsaw. <laughs> one, <laughs> one minute. You're making one minute. You're saying, "Would you like fries with that?" And the next minute, ring, 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 ring. yeah, right. He's like, oh, I guess not. Okay. Uh, I guess He's wearing I get a hockey mask. Wrong. You really need to run. Yes, right. Oh, yeah, that would be let's freaky. see here. Cops respond after a text autocorrects swabbed to stabbed. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, autocorrect is a problem. A Wisconsin woman's text sparked a full-blown police response after it auto-corrected. Instead of her saying she had been swabbed for COVID-19, the text said she was stabbed for COVID-19. <laughs> Guy I... indicated that his daughter was being stabbed. Mm. And eight cops, eight, count them, rushed to her apartment to check up on her. Much to everybody's surprise, she showed up completely unharmed. I don't know what you're upset about. What's the problem right here? I hate yes. that on the, about the phones. You, you can never quite Autocorrect. turn it off. I have to retype things two and three times because the stupid phone comes up with its own words. I can't stand it, Trey. It's the machines. <laughs> they're taking over. Don't you understand? The machines are taking over slowly. Uh -huh. They're rewriting right. our words for yes. us. Next to yes. our thoughts. <laughs> Next we'll have autocorrect for our thoughts. You wait. So. I just I, I I have to check two and three times to make sure it is what I wrote. I know. Because oh. yes, it it did that to me the other day, and I it was a complete it. it was completely opposite of what I was trying to, trying to communicate to this person, and it actually sounded a little dirty. And I was like, <laughs> No, you don't understand. <laughs> I ain't flirting. I ain't yeah. coming on. I don't know why I wrote that. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Joe Obama. Is the return of Obama drama and the managed decline of the USA. Listen to some of these hits. Oh. Tony Blinken, coming back. John Kerry, coming back. Oh, Jake Sullivan. Avril Haynes. Uh, Linda Thomas-Greenfield. Army mm. General Lloyd Austin. Susan Rice. Dennis oh. McDonough. Samantha Powder and so many others coming back in the Joe Obama, the China Joe Joe Obama administration. That's what we're going to call it, Joe Obama, because it's all the the old Obama. Well, it's the worst of the Obama folks coming back. And you will think back to a song by the Who called "Won't Get Fooled Again." And there's a line in the Who song: "Meet the new boss, same as the old boss." <laughs> It is. It it's the it's the Obama gang. They're back. You know, they're they're back down. They're taking over again. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't. I mean, do, when you think of Biden, do you seriously think of him as the president? I don't think of him as the president at all. It, it, you know, he can barely finish a sentence. This is Obama's trip, man. This is Obama's circus. It, they're all Joe back. Obama. Susan Rice. You know. Ah. Yeah. 
John remember, Kerry. I can't remember stand Susan Rice. Him. Oh, she's All a liar. the television talk shows going on and on and on. Well, what happened in Benghazi was own to a Muslim video. Absolutely that lying. Yeah, she's a liar. She's horrible. Mm-hmm. They're all horrible people. And as far as I can tell, they don't seem to have any uh, actual experience in the, in the positions they're going to be taken over. You know, well, you mean Pete Buttigieg, his uh, transportation uh, oh, God. guy. You know, the guy who can't fix the potholes in his own town, and he's the transportation dude now. You know, it's 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 a rabble. It's Obama's gang. You know, uh, the swamp refills. Here we are, smelling the uh, methane once again. And uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of bracing for it. <laughs> you know, you know, they're going to be about the business of trying to uh, trying to dismantle as much of Trump's legacy as possible, and as quickly as possible. And life's about to get much more expensive and much more weird uh, with these folks being back in town. Yep, yep, for sure. That's why I called him Joe Obama. The Obama drama, which it, which was during the uh, eight years of Obama, the managed uh, decline of the United States. Remember, yeah. oh, jobs aren't coming back. And 500,000 of those jobs have already come back. Another 250,000 about to come back. But Joe Obama is going to offshore them back to China. He's going to turn the ship around and send those manufacturing jobs right back to China. Because he owes China. He owes China a oh, lot. Yeah. They all do. Yeah. They, you know, honestly, it's 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 the... People's Republic of the United States. <laughs> Pretty much. Back in a minute, more wearing rhyme coming up, KTSA. Scene will be a lot better than Trump's plan. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Which he knows nothing about because there is no Biden plan. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to say it's a better plan, okay? Uh, it's yeah. better. Yeah. Because it's Joe Obama's plan. China Joe, yeah. Joe Obama. Uh, it's a better plan. It's going to one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which he's just going to steal what Trump is doing. Where in Rima, 805 KTSA. So Pete Buttigieg gets to be in charge of uh, highway infrastructure and transportation in America, which is hilarious to me. Because in in uh, when at Fort Bend when he was in charge there uh, in in his old uh, town, when he was the mayor, the roads were in such horrible condition. Except the road in front of his house, the road in of front of course. his house was well kept, well maintained, taken care of, and you could drive on it. But everywhere else in his house or in his town, the, n- n- no work was ever done to the point. There was a, an advertise a nationwide advertising campaign by Domino's Pizza a couple of years ago. A lot of people will remember this. Hey, if your roads are bad, you give us a call and we'll come out. Domino's Pizza and we'll hire the company to come out and fix the potholes in your road. Domino's Pizza actually bought television commercials across the country and advertised that. Well, it started right there in Pete Buttigieg's town because the roads were so horrible. Domino's could not deliver pizza, so they started to tell people hey listen you want us to deliver pizza to you but your roads between here and the pizza joint really are awful well we'll fix the roads so we can deliver pizza to you that started in pete Buttigieg's city and to think that 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 joe biden joe obama is tapping him now 
for the U.S. Department of Transportation is absolutely insane. But it does sound familiar, doesn't it? Because we've talked many, many times about how guys like him and our own mayor and people that have their eyes on bigger things, they don't care about the municipality of the government of doing what municipal government is supposed to do. They don't care about that. They care about their eye is on the prize, like Julian Castro. I want to be a secretary of something. So Buttigieg (laughs) gets to be the secretary of the Department of Transportation when South Bend, Indiana, for years... I'll tell you how bad it was. The guys who fix cars up there, their mm-hmm. business exploded. They got rich. <laughs> That's how bad <laughs> people it was. People run, run through all the potholes and uh-huh. breaks in the road and That's screwing right. up their cars, you know. Yeah, it'd be like Rick Megan Nuremberg, the uh, director, national czar of transportation and pothole maintenance, you know. Uh, you look, you, you, you know why he, t- he got Pete Buttigieg? You know why, don't you? It has nothing to do with his expertise on, on infrastructure uh-huh. or roads. It's because... It's He's gay. He's a gay PC. guy. That's what it is. Correct. He's gay. He got the job because he's gay. <laughs> I got no problems with Correct. gay people. I'm just saying he got that gig because he's because he's gay. That's exactly what it is. Because he has, you know, what what track record does he have for taking over that job? You know, quite the opposite. But you're right. It's it's really, it, and that's the thing. That's that's the thing we're we're gonna we're gonna start missing about Trump, real quick. Trump got people who were experts in their field and experts in uh, in whatever phase of his administration he wanted them to work on. You know, he got the be- he got what he who he thought would be the best person for the job. But now so, the Obama rabble is back. No, it's it's about how it reflects on on the the administration uh, from a PC standpoint right. or what have you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's the same thing that people said about his his pick of Kamala, you know. Yeah, right. uh, so you know, people said, "Well, what experience does she have to be vice president of the United States?" People said, but at the same time, when you think about Chuck Schumer's comment at the beginning of this hour, that that Joe Biden, his thing is his distribution and vaccine production is going to be much better than Trump. Let me tell you something. We've said this over and over again. Trump is not a politician; he's a businessman. He doesn't care what you think of him. Obviously, right. he doesn't care if he steps on your toes or your you know what's to get a job done he will kick you in the you know what's to get a job done yeah. and he did it on covid vaccine look where we are today to the amazement of everybody except the left now joe biden can't do that because the first question joe biden is going to ask when trying to put together a plan for manufacturing and distribution well what's the gender of the person who's going to lead this what's what's the color what's the what's the race of the person who's going to read are they gay or straight you know are they transgender oh, those yeah. are the questions he's going to ask not not can they get the job done done and get it ju- done now that's not going to be the question that's not going to be the criteria what color nope. are they what what sex are they or gender are they uh what are, are they transgender that's even better are they gay that's even better I, those are going to be the criteria in a joe Obama administration i promise you that's a fact. oh yeah well but that's who they are they're obsessed with appearances it, it, the, the content doesn't matter the content of a person doesn't matter at all it's the appearance it's again. What uh, what optic do they bring to the uh, to the administration that they could use to their advantage? Look, as far as the vaccines, Nuremberg's already said as much by saying we're going to make sure we distribute this in an equitable fashion. Whenever you hear the word equitable now, it's social justice stuff, you know. And 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 that's you know that this administration is going to be obsessed with that. Because, look, they knew, they know that they lost a lot of African Americans. They know that they lost a lot of Latinos. They know that they lost a lot of women uh, in, in, uh, in the Trump era and in this last election. 
So now they got to pander obsessively to get those folks back, and they're going to do it. It's you know it's going to be dudes peeing in the uh, girls' bathroom all over again, and uh, uh, all that stuff. It's 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 coming uh, roaring back into your into your world. Just got an email from Tracy Joseph Bogart, who says uh, Trump lost. Get the blankety blank blank blank, and I can't say those words on the air over it. You bunch of blankety blank p word this and uh, everything else. So That's really deep. nice guys on the left <laughs> over there. They're really sweethearts, aren't they? Yeah, They're good people over there on the left. They, they still they still haven't let 2016 go, man. They, you all need therapy. No. you know what I mean, right? Hey, Tracy, <laughs> you've been here for years. He, he he's never you know what Tracy's never come to grip with any kind of reality. He was a guy that back in the in the wear pair days of the nineties used to call and harass us, and he would say, "I'm in charge of the Democrat Party here in Bear County." Until right. the Bear County Democrat Party called and said, uh, "No, he's not. <laughs> Don't take anything he said for real." So anyway, uh, get over it, dude. Uh, let's see here. What else? Um, get over. It. <laughs> get a <laughs> life, dude. <laughs> Go kiss a girl. Um, <laughs> outside of the Vatican right now, they've got an odd nativity scene. No. Looks like it came from outer space, according to Reuters. It is ceramic crochet. Um, includes an astronaut and a character reminiscent of Darth Vader from Star Wars. What? This is outside of the Vatican. This is the... Um, the nativity scene the display erected by teachers and students meant to have a contemporary look echoing sumerian greek and egyptian art now catholics on social media are quick to voice their disapproval here's what some of them are saying <laughs> the vatican nativity is worse than advertised is that baby yoda emerging from the fisher price spaceman no. figurine yeah uh, no. another one saying oh yeah another one saying when does Statue of Mary in the Vatican's nativity set so ugly? It looks like something a toddler would make if he had access to concrete sheets of copper and pasta. Um, another one says, this is this year's Vatican nativity scene, and it needs to be destroyed. I'm not even kidding. A few men with sledgehammers should do the trick. We have to stop passively putting up with these insults to the faith and Catholic sensibilities. Another one says, nothing like ugly robot space aliens to undermine the beauty and humanity of the Holy Family at Christmas time during a oh, pandemic wow. when we need our timeless church traditions more than ever. Thanks, Pope Francis. Another one says, what kind of unholy, grotesque abomination is this? It looks like an Egyptian astronaut and space aliens. This is a blatant mockery mockery of the birth of Jesus, that which is beautiful and meaningful. And finally, freaky, ugly, demonic-looking nativity scene at the Vatican, opposite of truth, goodness, and, and beauty. That does bring up a good point. You know, if you're going to put up a nativity scene in front of the uh, Vatican, or anywhere really, don't you think it ought to be Christ-honoring instead of honoring of space aliens and Yoda? Well, they, well I'm looking at it right now. It's, I mean, I kind of get what they were trying to do, but it's awful. I mean, it looks like something out of the Fifth Element. It, it looks like something out of a, out of a sci-fi movie. Uh, but he's the hippie pope, man. He inaugurated this thing. This is, uh, this is the official nativity scene. Uh, and I think it's kind of reflective of who he is. Pope Francis is, you know. I mean, he's very political. He's very politically correct, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of Catholics are uh, a little PO'd over this. It looks horrible, man. It really does. It looks terrible. 
You know, if you didn't even know it was, you, you, people would have to, if you didn't know this was a nativity scene. You uh, wouldn't know else, it. You would not know it was a nativity scene. <laughs> you really wouldn't. It looks like something made it out of Legos. Something like it. Yeah. Well, also Weird. in California, uh, you got the Claremont United Methodist Church out there who has done one. And the pastor out there, Reverend Karen Clark, says, We couldn't think of any other issue that we wanted to keep under the light of the Bethlehem Star than the need to address racism. Uh. So theirs has the nativity scene and then this giant mural behind it. And in the mural, it it features um, a diverse group of protesters who are all wearing face coverings and holding signs with slogans like, I can't breathe, Jesus wept, Uh. and Black Lives Matter. Now, Genera Cordova, the church's facility engineer, told the New York, the uh, Los Angeles Times, it took two months to make this, saying that we thought that racism was really worse, the worst epidemic that maybe we had around the world. This is m- more worse. I don't know how you say that, but more worse than COVID nineteen. So you got Mary and Joseph and Jesus, and they're not really white, says the pastor. They're actually black or brown. And we're issuing a theological statement saying that we are all about seeking equal justice. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was powerless in the face of those who ruled over her, including misogynistic males. We we affirm... Really? Straight face wear. Straight face wear. Straight face wear. We affirm and join the call for justice and equity by Black Lives Matter. Our faith in Christ... Hmm. Challenges us to stand with Mary in her call for justice. Uh, did Mary say Black Lives Matter? I guess she did. A few years ago, in, in the same church, you had Mary huddled in a sleeping bag, sitting in a bus stop next to a shopping cart holding Jesus as her baby. Then another year, you had a hooded and bloody recreation that oh, honored boy. Trayvon Martin. And then right. last year, last year, you had the Holy Family, each member in cages to represent what Donald Trump was doing, locking kids in I cages rem- down at the... I remember that, yeah. yeah. Oh, my... That was last year. <laughs> you know what we need? We need just good old-fashioned nativity scenes this year, man. You know, I mean, using the, the nativity scene to make a political statement is absurd. I mean, I don't. Even, we don't. Even, do we even have to go into the whole Mary was oppressed thing? I mean, you know, I, I, that that's just silly. Um, it, Joseph was actually a little bit more impressed in that relationship, probably, than Mary. You know, to, to a certain extent, Joseph was the one being told what to do. Okay, either by angels or by her. So don't, don't give me that. But the, the idea that a nativity scene should be political—the one thing—and I know some people will disagree with me—the one thing you could say that is true of Jesus and what he said and what we know he said is that he was not political. He was Correct. not political. There was you, you, they, they, you, they, I know some folks have tried to interpret the tipping over the tables and the temple and all that, but then no, social justice or or he was a radical socialist. No, he wasn't. He he was beyond politics. He, what he taught was extraordinarily personal, in my opinion, and had nothing to do with politics. He paid his taxes. Here, pay your taxes. It's Caesar. It's his coin. Pay it. You know, <laughs> if he was a political radical, he was really awful at it, okay, is what I'm saying. His his teachings were much, were, in my opinion, very, very, very personal. And uh, and, and I, I, I can't, it just makes me crazy when people use such a simple philosophy of life, 
such a simple way of living and 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 twist it into something political uh, because of their political needs or ego or whatever you know uh uh it's kind of the antithesis of everything the man said so i i i, I can't stand when things these nativity scenes and things like that go political it's just it's it's well obnoxious. first of all First of all, he stayed away from politics to the point where there were many who tried to grab him and make him a political figure. The Messiah, and he was the Messiah, but they thought that that was supposed to be a political position and that he was supposed to take over and run Israel. He's going to do that, but it's, it's coming at a later time. What actually got Rome upset was when he was saying, I am the only way to salvation. The only way to the Father is through me. Caesar had that posted outside of Rome everywhere you turn. Caesar is God. Caesar is the way to salvation. Caesar will save your soul. Caesar had that posted everywhere. So to have this guy from down in Galilee say that, well, that was a problem for Caesar. Caesar really didn't like that happening. Um, But there had been others who had tried to claim that before. None of them had the credentials that he had. So when, when when he was offered the opportunity to be political he said no and as far as turning over the 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 tables in the temple that was about people defiling god's house right which it to me that's exactly what this church is doing when they are politicizing the nativity scene they are defiling god's house and jesus would probably show up flip that whole thing and start whipping people i think that's probably what would happen there but uh you're right he he was apolitical and that's what the that's what was used against him to bring about the crucifixion all in god's plan all in God's timing. All right, quick break here. We'll come right back. More Ware and Rhyme coming up here on KTSA. San Antonio RVs.com is the place to go right now and check out the best deals of the year on RVs. But also, they got a wonderful deal for you, and that is if you have a travel trailer right now or a motorhome, they'll do a free roof inspection for you right now. you got to do this once a year anyway, at least once a year anyway. Have the roof inspected on your RV, and they'll do it absolutely free at San Antonio RVs for a limited time right now. So check them out today at San Antonio rvs.com they got travel trailers they got fifth wheels they have motorhomes of every class and description you can live in these things you really can and it's a smart idea too because it's nothing like getting the family together and making more wonderful memories with your family and san antonio rvs.com can get that done for you and i'm very proud to tell you they got a brand new location that's got out here off of 281 just north of 1604 san antonio or this is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I need two senators from this state. I want to get something done. Not two senators. We're just going to get in the way. Shut up, you old man. So, Krispy Kreme bringing back the gingerbread glazed donut. Taco oh, yeah. Bell is bringing back nacho fries. Uh, nacho fries. Those nacho fries. And Those nacho so, fries. Uh, I, I guess this is a this is all a hat tip to everybody who's going to be smoking dope over the holidays. Uh, and uh, cheaters want COVID nineteen vaccine so they can have responsible affairs, according to a new survey what? that's out. What? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, that wonderful dating site, Ashley Madison, yeah. had a uh, did a did a uh, whatever this is called a survey. 
And uh, in the midst of the COVID-19 lockdowns, we asked our members if they were still going on dates for affairs. Many said yes, but (laughs) others said no because, uh, you know, I don't want to get the COVIDs. Right. So we are demanding, standing up and demanding the COVID vaccine so we can carry on with our affairs. Well, good luck with that. come on. Are you serious? I'm serious. Yes. I'm serious. <laughs> wow, we're not a little full of ourselves, are we? You know? No, I mean you don't go to the head of the line because you're cheating and you want to cheat safely. Freaking morons! Hey, man, it's America. You know that's 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 as American as anything you can think of in 2021, right there. Yep. You know that that is actually in a sense that is very America 2020. Ashley Madison customers demanding vaccines. Wait a minute. Think about it. Cheaters want to be vaccinated. So everybody who cheated the vote, they need to be vaccinated too, you know, because they cheated the vote. They cheated the vote. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. But, you know, let's. According to AOC, sex work is work. Okay. Sex work is work. You saw that, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I did. She's talking about a a paramedic in New York City who I guess is having a hard time of it financially, and so she has some sort of website where she... uh, What's that? OnlyFans. OnlyFans. I don't know. I don't know if she's naked or whatever whatever the hell. I don't know. Uh, and she was shamed. You know, her, her the company she works for, the paramedic company or ambulance company, found out she's in trouble. And so AOC responds with sex work is is work. And then goes on to say we need to get that stimulus package out there. Get checks out to the people uh, with the small business. You know, it, it's like, first off, it, never mind. It's her party that's been holding that up for months. Okay. Uh-huh. And still uh, I'm just, uh, you know, sex work is work. You know, uh, is, is, is she? Have you ever is had she sex before? Enough? Is she is she looking uh, to uh, to uh, you know pick up some extra cash or something? What's Have that? you ever had sex before, Sean? Have you ever had sex before? Have I ever had sex before? Uh huh. Yes. Okay, I have, <laughs> and and I have to say. I don't put it in the category of work. I mean, you know, it's just not. It's not working. Uh, maybe it's not working. I don't care uh, what you... What? What? I said maybe maybe for me back in the 80s a couple of times it was, you know... Oh, come on. I, no, no, stop. Hey, I was young and I needed this money. Not, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is work. What we're doing right What's, now is work. This is work. This is hard right, labor. Right. <laughs> That's not work. You know, I mean, I kind of get her point because she was arguing for uh, legalizing prostitution. I think this is that kind of stems from her original push to legalize prostitution and regulate it uh, from like a year ago, I think. Which I, you know, I'm fine with. I, I don't know why. You know, sure, whatever. I don't really think about it too heavily. But you know, she's just she she spends her life, her existence is really not about being a representative of the people. Her existence is about being a representative of herself and living her celebrity lifestyle where all she really has to do is focus on her tweets and her social media stuff. The sex work isn't, is work is, is a way of getting, well, frankly, guys like me and you to talk about her and get the attention. Right. And she gets exactly. It. She just doesn't yeah. understand what a stinking moron she is, and we're all laughing at her. <laughs> Maybe she does. 
Maybe I she don't gets know. it. And, and the joke's on us. Um, a so-called <laughs> a so-called renaming committee in San Francisco is erasing the name of Abraham Lincoln from a school because Abraham Lincoln lived a life stained by racism. That's right. That white supremacist racist Abraham Lincoln uprooting the problematic names and symbols that currently clutter buildings and streets throughout this city is a worthy endeavor, said Jeremiah Jeffries chairman of the committee and a first grade teacher in California. Only good can come from the public being reflective and intentional about the power of our words, our names, and our rhetoric within our public institutions. He doesn't say anywhere in here about how uh, Abraham Lincoln, let's see, uh, how he was a racist. He doesn't say. Uh, Oh, he he hid his misdeeds toward Native Americans. Oh, right. He was a racist because he had so many misdeeds against Native Americans but, um, you know, we got to get rid of him. Look, has nothing to do with that. Here, here's what it's about, and this is what it's always been about. And every time they take down a statue or change the name on a school, this is what it's going to be about. Read Marx and understand what Marx said about collectivism, about uh, relying on the government, about the nuclear family, destroying the nuclear family, about destroying religion, and erasing the nation's history. Read what he said about that. These are nothing but Marxists. They are following in the footsteps of Marx and of Mao, of Castro in Cuba, and of so many others to bring communism to the United States. If you cannot see that, if you don't see what Joe Obama is about, China <laughs> Joe is about, and how he's owned by the communist Chinese and so much more, then you are willfully being intellectually dishonest with yourself, you're lying to yourself. That's what's happening here. Well, I, I, I think uh, the morons of her gener- of, of someone like AOC's generation, are are not even capable of thinking that deeply about it. All they hear is government's going to take care of me. <laughs> All they hear is government's going to make everything right, and they're walking towards their own oppression with a big stupid grin on their faces, not even realizing. What they're giving up. Uh, I, I've always told, I've always said, and you know, on this show and on my show, that it'll be the morons that give up this country, and, and they are. They're about it right now, and and the, the people who want to destroy this country and turn it into a a a, a con, uh, fascist state or a communist state like Obama, uh, man, they they need a steady flow of morons because they are. They don't. Have to, they're gonna have to. They're not gonna have to fire a shot, man. That whole generation right. is going to walk right into it with, a, with, you know, feeling good about it, not really understanding because they don't understand Cuba, they don't understand uh, the Soviet Revolution, they don't understand North Korea, they don't understand the the, the basic tense of Marxism and communism. China, China, they they don't understand. They don't. You know, they, they haven't been taught that in school. They don't have any real work, you know, historical grasp of it, and so they have no idea what they're giving up, and that's what's so sad and pathetic about it. They have no idea what they're giving up, but you're right. Got to tear down all the uh, old icons. Suddenly, Abe Lincoln is the worst racist, you know, on the face of the earth. I mean, did you ever? When we were kids, we revered Abe Lincoln. We were, you know, he's one of this country's greatest presidents. Why do you, Why and, do you think uh, they wanted to change the Alamo to make make it oh, seem yeah. like the Alamo? You know, the the story about the Alamo now, the 13 days, is all about a bunch of racists. Well, uh, that's why. Because they have to change the history. And what's going to happen here, Sean, I'm telling you, man, you're right. Uh, you know, socialism is going to come right in. We're going to be socialists, which, which is communists with lipstick on. And these idiots and fools that are handing it over and walking right into it, 
They're going to grow old and die someday sucking off the government. And then another revolution, a fighting revolution, an actual gun revolution, will have to happen in this country to snatch it back from the socialists if you ever want to do it. That's the precipice that we're on right now. You have oh, yeah. a chance to stand up and push back right now and do it do it nonviolently, to do it vocally, to do what these restaurant owners are doing and standing up and telling these socialist tyrants who are shutting them down, you're not shutting me down, not this restaurant, not this bar. You have a chance to do it nonviolently now, or your children and grandchildren will have to take up arms to do it in the future. Now, I would rather do it nonviolently and stand up now and do it at the ballot box and push back now and do it that way than my children and grandchildren to have a shooting war to, to turn us back from socialism. But that's the road we're on. That's where oh, we're headed. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I say it all the time. Obama, a guy like Obama has been salivating over something like this for, for his whole his, his entire course. adult life. Of course, a gift. That's exactly what he meant. Yeah, the pandemic really was a gift. Uh, When he said he wanted to fundamentally change his country, he wasn't kidding. It was he doesn't mean in some little way, you know. He means all the way. AOC, they want to change it all the way. They want to take all the way into that world, into the fascist state. And again, you you if you want to do that, you want to do it without shooting yourself or or getting into a shooting war. You just need a steady flow of morons. You got enough morons, and they'll just they'll just give up the farm, and again, and they'll thank you for taking it from them. It's amazing to watch. It really is. Yep. As the stuff floats by in the river, we'll comment on more. But after the break, <laughs> where and rhyme a KTSA. Let me tell you about Car Zeus. Hey, congratulations to Phil and his wife and his growing family at Car Zeus. Another baby yesterday. Well, great, great, great. Good for you guys. You know, they're open today and they're right here in San Antonio at Car Zeus and they are buying cars and trucks left and right at Car Zeus. They're handing out the money. And you know why? Because they want you to have a great experience in selling your car or truck. Uh, they know at the end of the year, a lot of the dealers come forward with a lot of great deals on new vehicles right but in order for you to get into something new you got to get rid of what you got now and how do you do that without a headache without a lot of time and to make a good price on it well you contact our friends at carzeus.com you fill out their little form a couple minutes later they hit you back with an offer if you accept the offer they inspect the vehicle and hand you a check it's that simple there's no haggling, there's no fight, there's no going back and forth, there's no time consumption on your part. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. So you can sell your car or your truck today the easy way and for a great price. San Antonio's own car zoo. iTunes or Spotify. President Trump should take his cue from Leader McConnell that it's time to end his term with a modicum of grace and dignity. Not into the Christmas thing. So, are you are you one of those guys that you're rushing around on the 24th trying to find something? I've been better about it the past few years, but uh-huh. this year I'm having a real. I don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. Normally, I love Christmas. I really do. I mean, I, I grumble about it, it, but I'm, I'm a last I'm a last minute guy. Yeah, classically, my whole Always. life. I'm a, Last right. minute, dude. Uh, you know, but I always end up getting cool presents for people. I just do it at the last right. minute. This year, sure. I just, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I, pre- I'm, I appreciate the bag of Skittles last year. That was thoughtful of you. So hey, thanks for. I knew you'd like that. Appreciate that. You've been a good mm-hmm. boy. No, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, so I, I uh, you know, I, I, I usually am the last minute guy. It's just this year I'm really, really the last minute guy. So it's, <laughs> it's, for, in COVID land, it's even harder for you. You know what's weird? Get it going. It, 
what's weird about this year is the people you normally buy for that you try to personally give it to them, you can't give it to them. You got to send it through the mail, or you got to like, okay, I'm going to place this on your porch, right. okay? And so that thing on your porch is for me, or you know what? It's just crazy. It's just I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's all nothing, often weird. It is often weird. Everything feels <sighs> abnormal. Yeah. I think is what my issue is. It's Everything not right. Just is so abnormal. You yeah. know, uh, next year I, I, you know, I want to do a do a, a big big old Christmas. This year it's it's, yeah, it's 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 good. We are, my wife has yeah, done some that, great right. decorating. The house looks great. Yeah, right. You know, and uh, and I, right. I just I got to get my ass out the bedroom more. <laughs> well, that would be smart. That's good. <laughs> That's where I am all the time. <laughs> I noticed uh, that hallway outside the bedroom that's almost as long as a football field there at the manor. It's it's really, I mean, if you can make it halfway down that hallway, that would probably get you out of breath. That's a long hallway. <laughs> I that's a big place you got I am, I, I, I've really been, I've, I've, I've been Howard Hughes throughout this whole pandemic thing. I really have been. It's crazy. And, it's crazy. Uh, need to... Yeah, it, it 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 is. It is. It's crazy. It's sad. But you it's guys, weird. you guys and, uh, who live in the Dominion, y'all can do that. You don't have to go anywhere because you've got Dominion. servants to bring stuff to. You. Oh, right. right. You got people to bring right. stuff to. You. Your helicopter is waiting outside. <laughs> Fly anywhere you want Dominion. in your helicopter anytime you want. It's just amazing. <laughs> right. I know. That's where I live. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, I, 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 I got to walk half a block to get my mail, man, and I got to come back and take a nap after I do that, you know? <laughs> I, I, I have done a little bit.